If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. If Kev Lewin's decent, it's a sandbox. Getting into the episode, the biggest questions in the 2022 NFL season. Guys, I feel like there's a bunch of questions. There was a crazy offseason that just happened this year. My first one has to come to two of the biggest names in the NFL, and that's Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I mean, are these two going to be able to be successful not together? I think it's going to be hard, right? Because they're so used to, you know, their play styles and Devontae Adams wasn't, you know, this type of receiver on his own, right? It took him some time to to get like this. But, you know, I feel like the level of play that he really provides, you know, over the past couple of years, he could do that with anybody. And the fact that he has a relationship with Derek Carr like that already um, is absolutely huge. And, you know, where they had the goal of playing together for a little bit, I feel like that's important and that's going to help them thrive as a pair. And, you know, the Raiders are in a really competitive division now. All of those teams are, you know, ramped up and they're ready to compete for, you know, a Super Bowl. Honestly, they're just, you know, probably a couple of breaks away from from, you know, being a 12-13 win football team. So that's going to be a really interesting question throughout the year. I think Devontae Adams can still catch for 1,500 yards without Aaron Rodgers, and I think Aaron Rodgers can still throw for 5,000 and possibly win an MVP without Devontae Adams. Obviously, I feel like things are going to be a lot harder for Rodgers because he hasn't really found, you know, a veteran wide receiver to come in yet and really be that guy in. I feel like the way that the Packers are trying to do things at this point is they're trying to change the way that they win. They want to win with defense, and we know that Aaron Rodgers just came back off of two MVP toys. It's going to be different to kind of change that style of play. All right, the next question. Is this the year for the Buffalo Bills? Guys, the Bills had a crazy offseason. I feel like they addressed some needs that they've kind of had for a long time now. And the most blaring need that I think sticks out from the offseason was, you know, the addition of Von Miller. I feel like that's going to be a huge piece, you know, for the locker room, for the team. And just think in a scenario like last year, you know, in that playoff game versus the Chiefs, they have a pass rusher like Von Miller. This is probably a different game. In probably a different offseason, if you want me to be honest. So I feel like all of that is going to be extremely important. But, you know, I think the Bills really did have a good year. And I think they're the favorites in the AFC, a loaded AFC at that. And I think the additions that they made on both sides of the ball are going to be huge for them, honestly. Being able to add O.J. Howard, Duke Johnson, James Cook all to that offense, um, I feel like those are all guys that can help, you know, when, when the Stephon Diggs is having an iffy game or, or when that running game is, you know, really struggling. So there's a lot of things that really gave, you know, the Buffalo Bills versatility in this offseason. And being able to get pieces to complement that defense is going to be a huge part and do great things for the Buffalo Bills. My next question, will Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals come to a long-term agreement? Guys, this is, you know, right now the topic of the of the offseason. You know, we're, we're hearing that Kyler Murray's not going to show up to, to minicamp, uh, OTAs, just things like that. And, you know, that that's usual whenever you have a quarterback that's looking to get paid. But I hate this scenario, honestly. And when you were a team that was 8-1 last year and now this is what's going on the next offseason, you already got improved players in Marquise Brown. You improved on the defensive side of the ball as well. You're getting DeAndre Hopkins back healthy. And, you know, I I feel like, you know, the Arizona Cardinals team can go in a lot of different directions. This is a team that's loaded up and can compete for, 
you know, a world championship right now, but this is also a team that has one of the most talented rosters. And you could also say, damn, it would be a shame, you know, if that team didn't piece it together. So I think the Arizona Cardinals and Kyla Murray will come to a long-term agreement eventually. I do think that, you know, the contract number will be high. And I think in Kyla's defense, he's probably seen, you know, a long-term agreement like Patrick Mahomes. And I know Kyla's not Mahomes, but he has, you know, just as much talent as anybody else. And um, you see guys like Lamar right now are also in a contract dispute and things like that. So they're just looking to see, you know, how much they can get, especially, you know, where Deshaun Watson had the offseason that he did and he came in and got all the guaranteed money in the world. I'm pretty sure over 230 guaranteed dollars. So I know that Kyler Murray is going to be looking for a deal north of that. And uh, I just think it gets tough because the quarterback price has been going up so much recently. And, you know, we're already at the the peak point of $45 million for, for you know, a top-tier quarterback in the NFL. So getting above that $50 million mark, you know, is extremely, extremely crucial to winning football games when you're on that rookie contract. So, you know, a bunch of organizations are going to go in different directions with all of that. I do think the Cardinals think that Kyla Murray is their guy. They just want him to be, you know, a little bit realistic when it comes down to the pricing and things like that, especially if you want to build talent around him. My next question, can the Ravens bounce back after the division significantly improved. Guys, the Ravens are in a tough scenario because the Bengals just went to, you know, the Super Bowl and and obviously they came up short, but that's a young team that you probably weren't expecting on this stage at this point. So it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, what happens in that division. The Browns also got their quarterback into Sean Watson and the Steelers also, you know, investing in that quarterback position as well. Kenny Pickett could be the future for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously, they drafted him expecting him to kind of take over at some point, but they do have Mitch Trubisky there now. I'm expecting him to get some playing time, honestly, but that defense is ready to compete already for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I do think the Ravens can still compete in that division. I think that they need to continue to add pieces this offseason. After losing Hollywood Brown, you know, I really feel like that's going to be a big loss and you're going to have to do things differently schematically. But, you know, the Ravens always have, you know, Mark Mark Andrews as their number one option at that pass catcher position. And, you know, this is a team that also likes to run the ball. Lamar loves to run the ball. They had two great running backs last year that got hurt that also like to run the ball. So I feel like the Ravens are going to try and get back to that style. And, you know, with the offseason additions that they've made to this point, I expect their defense to be a little bit more competitive. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see a team like that, you know, shock some people, especially in that AFC where it's loaded. But this could also be a team that, you know, could finish third or fourth in division again just because of, you know, how many great teams there are surrounding them that they have to play twice a year. This next one is a really interesting question for me because I talked about this team in my off-season top 10 power rankings. So you guys go and make sure to check that out. A lot of new teams that are inside that top 10, I feel like you guys will want to hear that. So like I said, make sure to go and check that out. That's a podcast and YouTube episode. Make sure you go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just hit that subscribe and like button. You guys know the deal and put that notification bell on. But my next question is, how far can the Browns go? Obviously, they improved, and when you have a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, 
the goal is that he could take you to the promised land. But the Browns already have a good defense, and they continue to invest in that, especially in the guys that they've drafted. You know, they locked up Denzel Ward, Miles Garrett that they locked up. Jadavion Clowney is going to return to them on a second contract. And, you know, I feel like, you know, a lot of those key guys are going to be huge for them. But I think what it really going to come down to is the Browns offense. So we know that they're going to be able to run the ball. Amari Cooper is going to go in and play a huge role for that team. But it's just going to be interesting because, you know, like I just said with the Ravens, you know, it's going to, that division, the way it all works out, that's going to be telling for what's going to happen for years to come in the AFC North. And the Ravens have been one of the better teams to come out of that division. But with the Bengals having young studs and the Browns investing the way that they did in the offseason, Mike Tomlin being one of the best coaches in the NFL, things are going to be really tough. And you're not going to be able to have two AFC divisions that have four teams make the playoffs. So there's going to be two teams from that AFC North and two teams from that AFC West um, that aren't going to make it. And, you know, that's just like the sad reality of it, honestly. But that's the way that things are just going to work out. All right, moving on. Did the Cowboys peak last year? (sighs) I hate talking about the NFC East when it's not about the Giants, but you guys will hear what I had to say about the Eagles if you go and check out my offseason power rankings. Like I said, I had that team really high, and I feel like that could be a surprise team in the NFC, especially with that's not as loaded of a division as it usually is compared to the AFC this year. But, you know, the Cowboys are going to go in a lot of different directions. They're going to have to refigure out that offense without Amari Cooper. I know they had some depth at the wide receiver position, but Zeke's not producing the way that he should be. And Dak, you know, he's playing good football, but that defense has to make sure that they stay consistent. Obviously, you know, you have Trayvon Diggs, who was one of the better cornerbacks in the NFL last year, but... All those interceptions are great, but when you're giving up as much yards as you do and probably scores as well, um, that's going to hurt your your team, and and they need to find ways to improve upon that. They had a solid draft, but, you know, they're just going to have to find different ways to win and different ways for Mike McCarthy to kind of show his strengths. Uh, You know, that there were a lot of rumors about Sean Payton possibly being, being able to take over that team after he just left the Saints, so... Let's see, you know, what happens with the Dallas Cowboys this year, but I don't think that they're the best team in the NFC East, if you want my honest opinion. And like I said, if you want a further breakdown of that, go and check out my top 10 offseason power rankings. I was just talking about how weak the NFC is, but I want to talk about a team that's been one of the better teams in the NFC for the past couple of years, and that's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, originally when this offseason started, we were thinking that this was all going to work out a little bit differently because Tom Brady initially retired. But now with that not being the case, that team was able to take back a lot of the veteran guys that that they thought that they were going to lose. And if they didn't get those guys back, they did find a lot of good replacements, whether that was through trade or free agency. So I think that Tampa Bay Bucks team is going to be, you know, a top three favorite out of the NFC this year. You know, obviously, you know, the defending champions, the Super Bowl champions, the Los Angeles Rams, you know, will probably be the favorite throughout the first couple of weeks until you start to see what other teams are beginning to look like. I know the Buffalo Bills are going to be a team that a lot of people talk about this year, but it all depends on really who gets hot at the right time and who stays healthy. Any team in the AFC can realistically, you know, make make a, a finals push, but in the NFC, I really like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Maybe we'll see them in that conference championship.
championship game once again. Tom Brady getting another opportunity to play another year, proving he's the best to ever do it at 44 years old, leading a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team to the promised land. All right, guys, a couple more questions, so make sure you guys stay in tune. If you haven't already, go and check out some of our other content. And of course, go to our website, sandbox.net and leave a five-star review. You guys can do that on our website, Apple Podcast or Spotify. A team that had an interesting offseason this year was the Tennessee Titans. And my question going into the season is, are the Titans going to have an immediately improved season after having the offseason that they did? Now, trading away A.J. Brown is not a move that anybody was probably expecting them to make. But, you know, they didn't get, you know, a bad trade deal with that. Obviously, getting a first-round wide receiver in Traylon Burks. But they also made some great additions throughout the offseason that I feel like will help complement their roster. And I feel like that's a really important part of it. Robert Woods is obviously coming off of an injury, but you know this is a guy that's proved it already, and I feel like he can be a number one wide receiver, and is really willing to show and help you know those guys in that wide receiver room how how to be a pro, and I feel like that's what Tennessee needs. You know, AJ Brown has missed a lot of time because of injury over the past couple of years, and I feel like you know being able to have a guy that's coming off of an injury that's been one of the better guys to do it gotten paid handsomely show these young guys what to do and when you have someone like Derrick Henry that helps run that offense and make it fluent as well um, I feel like that's absolutely huge and you know how the Titans are going to play their football they're going to want to play good defense good special teams run the ball and just make sure that they don't make mistakes it's going to be interesting how that Ryan Tannehill scenario works out with Malik Willis there but you know if the Titans get some running depth at that position and they stay consistent with the way that they play schematically and as an organization, I think the Titans could have an improved offseason right away. I do think that they're the favorites to win that division. I think, you know, whenever the Colts have a new quarterback every single year for the past four years, with the exception of being able to retain Costa Wentz for an extra year. You know, I, I just think that you have to look at the Titans as the favorite. Mike Vrabel's been, you know, a coach of the year candidate the past couple of years. And, you know, I, I just feel like, you know, that's a team that realistically last year should have been playing in the AFC Championship they were number one in the AFC, and, and this was, you know, with a banged-up roster at that. My next question goes to the team that lost in the Super Bowl this year, the Cincinnati Bengals. Was last year a fluke for the Cincinnati Bengals? If you want my honest opinion, I really don't think it was. I think Joe Burrow is the real deal. Um, I think the guys he has at the wide receiver position, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, you know, I think those guys can, can really play. And I think it's just going to come down to for the Bengals' is. They got guys to improve that offensive line, and Joe Burrow was already already making fantastic plays with a banged-up group and a less talented group at that. But, you know, I definitely think that he's going to, to continue to take steps to be a winner, as you continuously hear him to, to say and kind of manifest. I like that pairing with him and Zach Taylor. I do think a big thing that's going to happen for the Bengals is being able to make sure that that defense stays good. I honestly feel like that, that was a huge reason why the Bengals got that far is because they had a defense like that. And if they don't play, you know, complimentary football this year, it's going to be really hard to repeat a performance as such. Two more questions, guys. The next question goes to the loaded AFC West. And, you know, what team is really going to end up being the strongest out of that? You know, if you're looking on paper at the offseason additions, I personally would, would think the Chargers, you know, when they invested, you know, the way that they did in the defensive side of the ball, the offensive side of the ball, um, getting one of the best corners, J.C. Jackson, and then going to trade for Khalil Mack. I feel like those are huge trades, honestly. 
but you know the Chargers have kind of been underperforming for for some years now and you know this is really the time to go and take that next step you have the offensive pieces Keenan Allen Mike Williams Justin Herbert Austin Eckler you know you're running out of excuses and you know I feel like if the Chargers don't have a 10-win football season this year you know you have to kind of change the coaching even though Brandon Staley's been doing a pretty decent job over there but they have some talent they have real talent and you know that whole division is talented the Chiefs you know are de- defending Super Bowl champions Russell Wilson just got traded to the Broncos who was also a defending Super Bowl champion so it's going to be interesting to see the way it all works out I'm really excited to see this division and you know watch these games throughout the year I'm itching to to watch football honestly but right now we're just at the end of may we still got some things to come over the summer so gonna be really interesting guys to go to my last question do the rams have what it takes to repeat i absolutely think the rams have what it takes to repeat you know they invested once again you know in the offseason being able to get a bobby wagner type player next to aaron donald and jalen ramsey i mean that's absolutely defense changing and you already had one of the best units in the nfl as it is so i'm really excited to see those guys pair up and play together. I think that this defense already is better than any defense that Bobby Wagner has played on in Seattle. And yes, I get it. That's the Legion of Boom. But, you know, the guys that they have, Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner, and Jalen Ramsey had three of their best respective position players that have came in the NFL the past 10 years. So really excited to see the Rams play. I think Matthew Stafford was a great trade piece in a, in a fit there. If this team ends up getting Odell Beckham along with Allen Robinson, that's going to be absolutely scary. And they have three running backs that have really good opportunities at, at running the ball and making an impact. So this is all in the coach McVay. Whatever he decides to do and continues to lead that group of men, I feel like you know he'll absolutely be able to do that. But I, I wouldn't be surprised. The Rams right now, I think, are my favorite to, to go to the Super Bowl again next year. But it's going to be really interesting because, like I said, this AFC is going to be really hot. The NFC, you know, you're mostly looking at the Rams and the Bucks, but we'll see what's going to happen with the AFC. Guys, these are my biggest questions going into the 2022 NFL season. Go and check out my off-season power rankings. I gave you guys my top 10 in the NFL. I gave you guys my most improved teams. Make sure you're going to our website, sensethesandbox.net, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, leaving that five-star review. And make sure you guys are subscribing, liking, and putting that notification bell on YouTube. We out.